Welcome to the latest episode of Bug Jim, your go-to pest control podcast. I am your host, Mike Dobson. With winter in the rearview mirror, hopefully, we will be speaking to Jim Byrne from Expert Pest Control about all things related to one of the most common pests out there, ants. Today's episode is part two. With over 25 years of experience, Expert Pest Control has been the trusted local resource for ant pest control for the residents of Massachusetts, Southern New Hampshire, and Maine. Both Jim and his expert pest control technicians have the experience and knowledge to answer the most important and commonly asked ant questions out there. So let's get to it. Here we go. Can ants be harmful to humans or pet or pets? Not that I've really found. You know, if they get into your food, obviously, it, you know, you'd want to throw that away. You don't want to eat cereal that's teeming with ants, uh, or I would think not. Although it's extra protein in your diet if you want to go that route. But ants have, a lot of ants have a stinger, but uh, pavement ants and carpenter ants, I believe some of them have one, but they don't readily use it. So it's really nothing that you really have to worry about. Now down south, you got fire ants, so you got a whole different group of ants that can be uh that can really do a number on you especially fire ants oh boy those can be nasty are those around in new england no where are those found the most common places are the gulf coast uh florida and well, when i go down in golf in florida a lot of times there's mounds of carpenter ants in around the golf course and of course me being me I stick a golf horse down inside the hole just to aggravate them. <laughs> okay, and they boil out of the hole and stuff. But I make sure I get out of the uh, out of the area pretty quick. Uh, yeah, you don't want them stinging you. Hence the term fire ants. It burns really bad. And if you're allergic to it, it can be really bad. What are some of the things I can do in my home to prevent ants from coming? Like, what are the things you, you should make sure you could you keep an eye out for just to prevent them from trying to make their way in? The biggest thing a homeowner can do is to keep vegetation from touching the house. A lot of people, they plant bushes way too close to the house. And as the bush grows, it, gr- it mashes up against the house, which is not a good thing for a number of reasons. But when we spray... A lot of times they can bypass the treatment around the foundation and stuff by going up the bushes and over on the branches and bypassing the treatment. We are constantly after both our clients and and such to to keep the bushes and things trimmed back at least 6 to 12 inches so they can't make that connection. And trees, a lot of times people plant those way too close as well and the Branches wind up laying on the roof or up against the house and the ants will go up the tree over on the branches and bypass the treatment. I can't tell you how many houses I have gone to and the people are like, well, we're getting them in this particular bedroom in the far corner of the house. And I go around the far corner of the house and there's trees with branches laying on the roof. And I put a ladder up, go up on the roof and it is a highway system of ants coming across the branches from the tree onto the roof. So I trim those back to keep keep them from making that connection and that stops the problem. But yeah, if you can keep vegetation, bushes, trees, uh, all that kind of things from touching the house, you're way ahead of the game. What kind of damage can ants do to your home? 
Pavement ants really don't do any damage at all. Okay, they're just a, what we classify a nuisance pest. Carpenter ants can do significant damage to a house by hollowing out. They don't eat the wood. That's the biggest misconception. Termites eat the wood. Carpenter ants just hollow it out for nest cavity. But as the colony gets bigger, they need more space, so they keep hollowing out more and more of the wood. And you can, like I said, I, I've seen thousands and thousands of dollars worth of damage from carpenter ants. But they usually, not always, there's no always and never in pest control. They almost always go after moisture damaged wood because it's softer, it's easier to tunnel through, and they need the moisture for their developing cycles, okay, the larvae and the pupal stages. So uh, that's generally where you'll find carpenter ant damage. It's usually down low, you know, around the sills and things like that, but I found them up in plenty of times up in an attic, inside walls and stuff that have had, you know, leaking, and it's keeping that area of the house wet. What's the worst ant issue you've ever encountered? Ooh. Oh, boy. After 30-something years, um, one is not particularly coming to me, but I have just seen enormous colonies. People think, oh, it's, you know, it's 100 ants. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's tens of thousands, okay, of ants that can be in a colony. Uh, sometimes a contra contracting crew will open up a wall and it is just moving with carpenter ants. Uh, sometimes you'll pull down a piece of insulation and if the paper is up, it makes a pocket between the bottom of the floor and the top of the insulation and they like to live in that space that's already made for them. And sometimes you rip that down, it is black, solid black for 20 feet, which is, that's a lot of ants. And when they all start pouring down and grabbing the larvae and the pupil cases and running, and say, it's quite the uh, insane type of uh, situation. But, I mean, for someone like me, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you just hope that doesn't happen to your house. Right. <laughs> it's not as cool that, then when it's no, your house. It's, no. Funny how that works. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Bug Jim, the pest control podcast. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. If you want to learn more about expert pest control services, or if you have an immediate pest problem that needs to be addressed, visit expertpestcontrol.net. While you're there, subscribe to the blog or follow Expert Pest Control on social media, including Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn for future updates and pest control tips. If you have your own questions about pests and pest control, submit them to the website or social media and your questions will be answered on the podcast. Again, thank you for listening and we will be back again soon with another episode of Bug Jim, the Pest Control Podcast.